Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by the Oz 9 Podcast. Described by a fan as Gilligan's Island meets The Office in space, well, that's really the perfect summary. Oz 9 is recommended for fans of British comedy like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Red Dwarf, and Blackadder. All incredible books and shows, so if you're into those, I think you've got to check out Oz 9. Oz 9 is inclusive and irreverent. They're having fun, and you know what? We think you will too. You can find and listen to Oz9 anywhere you listen to podcasts and find additional materials on their website, oz-the-number-9.com. That's oz-9.com. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. Ah, there you are. And where have you two been? Making trouble? (laughs) Well, I've got good news. We may be going home soon. I know. How long has it been? It feels like... I remember when the birds sang in the trees. Not these trees. These trees don't know me. But the trees. You remember the trees, don't you? Of course, of course. You remember the trees long before that. The birds and the trees. I remember... You're right. Just look at that sky. It's hardly changed at all. So long ago, even for the trees, but to the sky, it was only yesterday. So, what story do you want to hear tonight? How about the story of the woodcutter's punishment? Molly, I know that's one of your favorites. Hmm. Something more upbeat? The old man's fairy. Well, we could. The farmhouse in the flood. So it will be. Mrs. Harper? No, that's... Dot. Dorothy. Dot. Or... Lily. Lillian. Lily Harper. I just wanted to offer my condolences. 
fine. You're fine. It's fine. Calming breaths. You can do this. Come in! Mrs. Harper! It's me? Chester Warren? What part of me yelling, come in, didn't you understand? Hello. No! Um, Abby Douglas! Dot, Dor- Dorothy, Mrs. I was told I could come in. I heard. I would have opened the door, but I don't work here. Oh. Chester? Lily, Yen. I, I, I just wanted to. Is your mother coming down? Mom! You coming? I can eavesdrop from here! She's busy. I just wanted. Now I can speak up! First of all, I just wanted to offer my condolences in your time of mourning. The... I am very sorry for your loss. This is not grief. This is auditory sensitivity. Oh. Uh, I, uh... I don't know how to proceed. Thank you, Chester, for your concern. You're welcome. How are you doing? Oh. You know, between the wolves, the bottling works exploding, the bottling works closing, public panic over the bottling works closing, the impending danger of the revelator and Rudy and... I'm fine. Uh-huh. Well, if you need anything. That is very kind. Thank you. Was there something else? Yes. That is... You may not be aware, but Dr. Peltham assigned me to be the executor of his final wishes. It was something he had asked me to do recently in the event of... Well... We understand. Is there a will reading or anything we need to attend? No. Not as such. Dr... Rudy didn't have much in the way of an estate. Most of his money had gone into the telescope, and because he traveled so often, he didn't keep many belongings. Yes, we know. He did have very specific instructions on what to do with him. However, water cremation... Water cremation? I know. It seems rather morbid, considering. It's really not. Alkaline hydrolysis is a much more ecological means of body disposal. It uses less energy, there's no smoke pollution. Rudy and I talked about what we wanted to happen when we died. Like you do. With friends. It's not weird. Unfortunately, it isn't available in Ohio. That's the funerary industrial complex for you. So I've borrowed Ernie's hearse to transport his remains to Illinois for the procedure, but I thought you may want to pay your respects before I go. Oh. Isn't that what the memorial service was for? Yes, well, no. That was a memorial, an occasion for communal grief and healing. This is more funereal. One last send-off by those who knew him best? That actually makes technical sense. We only really knew him a couple of months. I... I couldn't find anyone else. He didn't have any other family. His mother was... Gone. And most of the numbers I tried were either disconnected or people had moved. There is no one else. Okay. And I know you didn't end things on the best terms, but that's my fault. So be angry at me and not him. He was only trying to help. Chester. Yes. We would appreciate a moment with Rudy. Oh. I... 
Didn't expect you to say yes. I had a whole speech prepared. I'm sure it was very persuasive. It was. Guess we can skip it. Thank you, Chester. We'll be out in a minute. I'll be outside. Will you be joining us? Yes. Yes? Not for any sort of supernatural magic reason. Rituals of passing are sociologically interesting, and I understand the benefit they provide a community. I'll see if anyone else wants to join us. Question for you. The colored chalk. Yay or nay? Yay is... Giving it to Abby? Yay. I think they'll find a use for it. Yay it is. Nothing but cardboard. How's it going in here? Fine. Rudy didn't have much stuff, but he did leave most of it on the floor. Mostly it's just been cleaning. Wasn't Wes helping you? I told him I could take care of it. No reason to put a kid through this. He's not really a kid, Mom. He's not not a kid either. And every time he picked something up, he'd get all teary-eyed and go, Look, it's a Best Western mug. Remember when you told Rudy about your collection of stolen hotel mugs, and we spent the night making a map based on where the mugs you'd taken had come from? Then I'd have to spend ten minutes talking him down. It really wasn't helpful to the process. I understand. Look, Chester's here. (laughs) Did he finally come in? With Rudy's body. Oh. He thought we might want to say goodbye or something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, give me a minute to finish with some of these boxes, and I'll be right down. Okay. Do you need... Nope, I've got it. Oh, hand. Okay. Guide to Patagonia. That'd be a good confusing conversation starter. Keep box. I sailed the route of the Contiki, and all I got was this t-shirt. Extra large. Yeah, someone will want this. I am at the door. Oh, uh, Nora, hi. I apologize for the intrusion. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't. I'm not quite feeling up to being fully corporeal today. Ghost hangover? If you like. Ghost hangover. What can I do you for? I came to discuss lodging with you. Lodging? As you know, I previously resided at the observatory. That is something I know. However, given circumstances, it no longer feels appropriate remaining there. But I currently don't have any other place to go. Say no more. How would you like to stay here? That was what I intended to ask. No, I mean here, in this room. This was Dr. Beltham's room, was it not? Exactly. I know you two work together, so maybe being here where he was? I mean, I could make up another room for you, but I know he'd have liked you to be here, and if it doesn't bum you out. I do not think I understand that usage of bum. (laughs) Sad. If it doesn't make you sad or anything. No, I would like that. Good! It means I don't have to change the sheets. Is the planet blanket meant for children? It's meant for astronomers. Very well. Not to put too fine a point on it, but... Rudy is downstairs. I heard. If you wanted to pay your respects with us. Would that not be potentially problematic? 
I'm not sure your Mr. Warren is aware of me. It's fine. If he raises a fuss, just tell him you're my other daughter. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Trust me. He'll be too embarrassed about the implications and his own assumptions. He'll glitch out and won't question it. Very well. Let us pay our respects. And then Rudy went to the kitchen and came back out with a plain white mug and a magic marker, and he made us a Fenwood house mug to complete our collection. I think that was the best night I had with him. That was lovely. I just really miss him. We all do. C can I, can I have a minute? Sure. Take your time. That was nice of you. Who is that young man? Wes? Did you hire him to look after Dot? Because he doesn't seem old enough to be a nurse practitioner. You don't know... Wes? Theodore Wesley? Rudy didn't mention him? No. Wait, wait. I think... He mentioned a Wes on the phone with you that time we visited Fenwood while you were... away. Broke in. <clears throat> As you say. You've really never met Wes before right now. Why is that surprising? Chester? Wes is a ghost. Uh, uh. Mom! You made it. Sorry we're late. Just had to finish tidying up a few things. I'm sorry. He's, uh... Chester! Have you met Nora? My other daughter? What? No! Uh... No Nora? Other Told you he'd glitch out. Uh, Chester might need a minute. Um, would anyone else like to say anything? I, just, I, just don't, I, I would like to speak. Really? really? Yes, really. <clears throat> I do not believe in an afterlife. I do not believe that Rudy can hear me right now. This is more of an exercise in expression through self-talk, but I know, both through studies and recent practice, that that can be useful in and of itself. Rudy was challenging and difficult and wrong about so many things, including his forgotten astronomy idea, which makes so little sense. Abby? He was my friend, more than just colleagues, friends, and I'm not sure I ever told him that, but I'm telling you now. We were friends. Rudy was my friend, and I am sad that he is gone. I will miss him, even though he was wrong. I will miss him being wrong. That is all. Thank you, Abby. That was... Thank you. I'm sure wherever he is... Nowhere. That's not how it works. Rudy appreciates it. Would anyone else like to... I guess that's my cue. Here. Chester, you can have the Holiday Inn. Abby? Holiday Inn Express. No. All right. Nora can be the Holiday Inn Express? Uh, how about Marriott? I suppose. Nora, I'll set this down here for you. Lily, 
Hilton. Because I'm fancy. Because you're fancy. This is for Rudy. <laughs> Best Western. And for me, Motel 6. And Wes, Fenwood House. <laughs> Thanks, Dot. Now, everyone pass this around. Kalua. It's what we had. Except Wes. But Dot. You get our last can of celery soda. I think it's what Rudy would have wanted. That's true. <laughs> he probably would. Everyone have some? To Rudy. You may be somewhere. You may be nowhere. But regardless, we'll leave the light on for you. To Rudy. To Rudy. To Rudy. I really shouldn't. I'm driving. You're right. You're driving. <sighs> Who wants sandwiches? Sandwiches? Chester. Sandwich for the road? I couldn't. Did you already eat? No. Sandwich for the road. Come on. I'm sorry. Did you want to be alone? No, not really. I... Like Abby, I, I do not believe he is really here with us anymore. Funny thing for a ghost to say. I'm aware of the irony, yes. But I'm not really a ghost. I am... something. And whatever I am, Rudy is not that. Hence, he is gone. And I, a dead person, have not entirely reconciled with that. Which is also an irony. Did you have something to say? Yeah. Well, I don't know if Rudy can hear us. I guess I hope he can. I wish he can. And I wanted to say to Rudy, to you, Rudy, if you're listening, that I'm sorry about what happened. I wish I could have done more or something, anything different. Maybe this wouldn't have happened. I'm fairly certain there was nothing you could have done. I know. And if Dr. Beltham were here, he would say the same thing. I know that too. And if he were here now, he wouldn't be sad about any of this. In fact, He'd be quite happy. Happy that we were here with him. Remembering him. Talking to him. Even if we didn't believe he was really there. I'm sorry. I don't know why this is happening. It's okay. Oh, I'm losing cohesion. I need to go in before I blink out. Okay, just one second. Hey, Rudy. Don't worry. We're going to be okay. We'll figure it out. And when we do, I'll tell you how we did it. I promise. Once upon a time, there was a grand old farmhouse. I'm ready. As tall as the trees and as sturdy as the stones. You know you don't have to walk in with me. 
I'm operating under the theory that one can displace strong emotions by focusing on others. So I will let you comfort me, which in turn comforts you, and thereby my feelings will also lessen. It was built with all the best wood and a fresh coat of paint. How's that working for you? Surprisingly well. And a family brimming with love. Until one day, the rain began. This episode features Mark Soloff as Silas, Pat King as Chester, Marsha Harmon as Dot, Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby, Anuja Vetia as Nora, Michael Turrentine as Wes. Written by Jim McDaniel. Sound design by Eli Hamada McElvey. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Assistant Director, Lauren Grace Thompson. Recording Engineer, Mel Ruder. Associate Producer, Ani Engdahl. Unwell Lead Sound Designer, Eli Hamada McElveen. Producer, Haiti Souffrant. Executive Producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By Heartlife NFP. And a special thank you to our supporting producers from Patreon Megan McLean, Adam Goodman, Nick Keenan, Caitlin White, Calico Davis, and Steve Diamond. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Well, hello there. Dr. Charlie Tuckett here. You know, rumor was Spaceship Oz-9 was intended to take a bunch of rich folks to a new planet since, uh, you know, we pretty much uh, used up the one we have now. But, you know, since it's uh, looking more and more likely the ship might uh, be humanity's last stand, let's take a quick look around. Are you telling me the four sacred tokens are all aboard the Oz-9? Remind me again why we're doing this? Allegiances are too muddled on this ship. MCCACEC is a normal institution of higher learning. Ah, but if you pull back the outermost layers... I'm from Minnesota, where we like our lives as neat and as open as the inside of a freshly caught and cleaned walleye. Do you know, I am now the only assassin aboard the ship. What are you doing alive? I want to know what side he's on when the ship hits the fan. Are they the most ridiculous people I've ever met? Uh, fetch that annoying bunch of trespassers so we can bring Pluto to heal. The new order starts today. Well, however this all plays out, you have a strong stomach and a high tolerance for stupid, you can follow the Oz9's adventures just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. I got a trot, space monkeys. Stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>